Amen. Glória a Deus. I learned a couple of Spanish, Spanish uh, Lucy and uh, Elder Richie told me that. Okay, the, the definition of forsaken means to be left uh, in lack, um, to be left in a condition without. And it also means to renounce and abandon. And in this sense, we're supposed to uh, forsake our flesh, uh, forsake our old being, turn away, turn away, abandon and renounce it. Uh, a further definition of forsaken also means to be left in dire circumstances. And God also forsakes sin. He turns his back on sin. He rejects sin. And to, to be forsaken by God, um, I, I, asked, I asked the Lord, you know, why, why would Jesus cry out to you, Lord, why has thou forsaken me? He was the son of God, you know, how he was the righteous of righteous, the holies of holies. How, how can he be been forsaken by God? But it's because he paid a sinner's price. And Jesus died a sinner's death and suffered a sinner's affliction. What Jesus went through, we were meant to go through. And what, what he suffered, we were supposed to suffer in that extent, in the exact same, same exact way. And the price he suffered, it wasn't reduced because he was simply the son of God. And many people think, well, if you're sentenced, well, I know uh, I, I, was, I was praying to God, I was like, Lord, help me with a better representation of it. And if I'm sentenced to death and someone takes my place, the judge is not going to give him a reduced sentence. He's going to give him what he deserved. And God didn't intervene. I believe he wanted to intervene. But he didn't because if he would have, the full price wouldn't have been paid. Have been paid. And for a moment, it was only for a moment that Jesus was separated from God. He was left in lack of his presence, his guidance, and voice. And in our current situation, some of us may think that uh, God's not hearing us, that he shut his ears from us. Uh, as Jesus endured the overwhelming bearing of the cross, some of, some of us may feel like that. Where that our tribulation is too much and that we can't handle it. And like Jesus was nailed to the cross, some of us, some of us may feel like we're nailed to our situations or to our circumstances. But I'm here to encourage you that God has not forsaken you because the one who was forsaken was already forsaken so that you wouldn't be. Uh, the Bible says godly sorrows bring bring repentance. And some of us in our current situation, uh, God is trying to pull us to repentance. Uh, we're suffering certain afflictions because we're, we're walking out of the will of God. Uh, I don't believe there's a lot of things we're, we're not meant to go through. There's a lot of suffering that God didn't intend for us to go through, and it's because a lot of us tend to walk out of the will of God. And there are some of us who are facing affliction because God's trying to call us to a higher level. We're going through a transition, a transition stage, and he's trying to shift us from glory to glory. But there's purpose behind what you're going through. Uh, your sufferings, in your suffering, he's trying to birth something in you. He also wants to know. He also wants you to know him. And many people think you could just read the Bible, um, you, you can know God, but you can't know God unless you experience him. And Amen. I know, I know for myself, I tried, I tried to stick to my nose, but I can't. Um, I know for myself, uh, I experienced homosexuality when I was a kid. And it wasn't, you know, I asked God, um, 
why, why did I go through that? Why, why did you leave me? I didn't understand. And I'm like, Lord, you must have left me because that's not fair. You know, what I went through was not fair. I didn't ask for that. Where, where were you my entire life? And as, as, as I was reading Job, one of the scriptures that pointed out to me is the chapter before 11. He said, Lord, why didn't you just let me die? And I constantly used to ask God, why didn't you just let me die? You should have just let me die. I could have died when I was a child. My mother and I could have, uh, have died because the doctor said we weren't, meant to, we weren't going to live. Um, I was supposed to be choked up by the umbilical cord. My mom was supposed to bleed out and die. I constantly said, like, Lord, that was the chance for me to die. Why didn't you just let me go? And it's because God hasn't forsaken you that he's holding on to you, that he's willing to, to keep you in his grasp. And I, I wondered, I'm like, Lord, you could have got off the cross. You know, he could have just, just walked away. But he endured every bit of suffering. He endured every bit of uh, 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 suffering, um, affliction. And I'm like, Lord, you could have just walked away. And why didn't you? Because he said, he spoke to me, he said, because I love you. And it's, it's, I think about all the things that God has done for me. And I, and I asked I ask the Lord, you know, what could you possibly have in store for me that you will hold on to me like that, you know? Uh, the devil thought that I was going to curse him through these trials and tribulations. Uh, the enemy thought that he was winning when he saw, the, when he, when he saw Jesus on the cross. And, and I just want to tell you that the, that the devil has not, uh, he does not have power over your life. He cannot win over you. And it's because of Jesus' death on the cross that he has our lives in his hands. And God took me to, to Jacob's story when Jacob was wrestling with, with him. And I asked the Lord, you know, what kept you there? And it wasn't Jacob's strength. It was God was pulled by his passion to want to, to change. That's what kept Jacob there. That's what kept the Lord there. And what led the Lord to stay was his desire to change. And, and even to the point where he was uh, willing to wrestle with him. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. And the Lord is here because he's... Hallelujah, Jesus. Lord, you're worthy to be praised, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. The Lord... The Lord has been keeping me because I know the devil has been attacking me since I was a child. And I struggled with that. I thought, Lord, where were you? And I was so mad. I was like, Lord, why weren't you there? I, I fully don't understand. And I wrestled with the Lord. And I said, Lord, you have to explain this to me. You have to show me. And the Lord has been in my life because I constantly wrestled for, for a change. I constantly wrestled uh, for a new mindset. And, and I remember... Uh, when uh, Sister Carolyn talked about um, Elisha and Elijah, how Elijah, Elisha kept following Elijah. And one of the things he, he said before he left is, what, what do you want from me? And I was like, Lord, I, I need a change in my life. And I, I don't know what God is trying to do in your life. But I know if, if you stay hold to his truth, 
if you stay hold, stay hold to who he, he, who he truly is, he'll really impact your life. And a lot of people just ask the Lord, like, Lord, where have you been? And the Lord has been saying, I've, I've been in your life. You got to look for me. I'm there. You got to you have to get down on your knees and say, Lord, show yourself to me. Jesus already suffered that affliction that we were supposed to face when we were forsaken. We're not meant to be separated from God. And one of the things the Lord has shown me is you have to learn how to cry out to me. Uh, no, one, no one told the blind man how to cry out to him. He heard about him and he screamed. And one of the things is you have Christians that want you to shut up because the disciples were the ones who told him to be quiet. The Lord says, forget about everyone else. Forget about who's here. Call on me and I will come. And that pulled Jesus' attention. You have to pull his attention. He won't just, just show up in your life. You got to show God the Lord, I want this. And for some people, he'll show up in your life. But you have to notice that. You have to notice your current circumstances and your situation. And some people, for some people, they may not look for God. He'll show up anyway. And that's his grace. But the people who are here have an idea of who God is, and God is telling you to cry out to me and I will come. Jacob wrestled with the Lord. It was his desire to change that kept him there because the Lord could have just pushed him off like anything. But the Lord was pulled there and he stayed there because he saw his desire to change. And I, I encourage you all that, that you really seek out God. And I know that the enemy has been attacking me and I know he's been attacking y'all as well. But you, you can't let that push you to the side. You can't let that get you down. You have to stand on his word and pray that the Lord strengthen you day by day. Amen.